Okay. Um, this this week's a double parsha Vayakel Pukudei, um, and uh, on top of that, there's Parsha Achodesh, um, the fourth of the unique parsha leading up to Pesach. So I thought I'd share an idea that I read in an essay, a lovely essay, a lovely essay um, by Rabbi Ari Khan. He used to teach at Asian, I think he's at Barilan University. Anyway, I saw a nice, uh, a really lovely idea where he um, he developed a theme around the concept of Rosh Chodesh to try and appreciate that we've been given this calendar. And uh, the concept of Rosh Chodesh was uh, communicated to Klal Yisrael um, at the start of the month. Um, and, the, and the months begin, yeah, Chodesh Nisan, and that's why we read the uh, Parshat HaChodesh, because it's uh, initiated in this yearly calendar. And the first installation was, well, you know, was, was Pesach. Now, the nature of Rosh Chodesh is interesting. That that Am Yisrael uh, used the moon to, uh, to define our calendar. So we've spoken about this a bit before. Philosophically, there's, uh, there's a lot of depth to it. Uh, simply put, the concept of the light of the moon um, being a, a clear reflection of the sun, the moon isn't able to produce its own light. So there's no kind of innovation from the moon side. The moon doesn't have its own power. Um, it's purely reflective of the light of the sun. And Amisrael have this as our motto, that we are in and of ourselves really uh, minimal compared to our tafkid, our mission statement, that is to reflect the light of Hashem. So that metaphor that the sun it generates the it generates the energy and the moon receives it and then reflects it. That is Amisrael's uh, relationship with you know with Akhosh Baruch. Hu. But um coming from a different angle and looking at the nature of the Korbanot that are uh, described in uh, in Pasha Pinchas, all the various holidays have Musafin, uh specific Korbanot that are brought. And um, when you read through all the korbanot as they are, they are communicated to us through the psukim, you'll find that that um, each time that there's a musaf, that there's a uh, there's a um, there's a, 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 a korban chatat that's included as part of the korbanot of the day. So when you when um, when you talk about uh, um, when Akash Baruch says, offer up a sweet-smelling uh, fragrance to Akash Baruch via the, the Korban. So um, there, what happens is, is that the Torah tells us that whenever there's this Korban, a Korban, so there's a, 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 you know, a Chatat that is brought up at the same time. So you know, all different expressions of a, a sin offering that accompanies um, the so-called uh, hallmarks of each of each chag and and and, and so-called rosh chodesh too. Now, it's interesting that um, the nature of this chatat is a seir. It's a it's a kid. It's a kid, a goat that is gonna that represents this. Uh, this um the seir chatat. Now it's interesting to uh, 
to contemplate why is it that the Seir Chatat, uh, the Seir, this goat, represents the Korban Chatat, the sin offering. So there's a Midrash, a Midrash Rabbah so, says as follows, that the reason why we bring a Seir Chatat um, is because it's symbolic of a connection with your safe. Uh, like they they essentially take your safe's coat and they dip it in the blood of a seir of a goat that they killed. And the midrash comes along and says that every single yontif um, brings with it a korban chatat, as if to say that there's this perpetual sin that accompanies klal Yisrael throughout the year, and it's this particular sin of sinat chinam. Uh, baseless hatred that is always in front of us and um, and therefore whenever there's a kind of a, a, a metaphor as to what the, the the basic sin is that we always need kapora for it's it's this particular story it's this idea that um, that uh, the sale of your safe represented this kind of machloket um, in you know between the brothers and your safe which threatens our our uh, our existence. Now, what's interesting is is that the um, the Mesha Chochma has a chirush where he looks at the nature of how the enmity between Yosef and his brothers, you know, reached the crescendo that they did. And the Chofetz Chaim quotes a, an idea similar to this that. Essentially, it was uh, Yosef's Loshon Hora against the brothers. And then responding to that, the brothers' discussion of Yosef, the Loshon Hora ultimately fanned the flames of this particular uh, this hatred that developed, which brought the Chofetz Chaim to declare that Loshon Hora and Sinat Chinam are essentially two sides of, of the same coin. Um, and this is ultimately, uh, you know, with the Chofetz Chaim writes in his introduction to all the, the denim of, of Loshon Hora that he writes there. And so um, every single time there's a Chag, the Amisrael, we have an opportunity to bring forth a uh, an offering, which is uh, an offering to give us hopefully some sort of kapora to heal the first breach in the community. Um, which is the sale of your safe. So the whole institution of having, you know, korbanot sibur, communal offerings, were in order to allow the concept of sinat chinam to to be uh, to be neutralized. So that's the that's the idea. Now, something that is very interesting is the actual way that the Hebrew in the pasuk. Is is um, describes this particular kind of uh, sin offering for each chag, each musaf, and uh, what's interesting is when you compare them to each other, you'll see that all all the all the korbanot chatat that are spoken of um, are phrased seir izim echad chatat or seir echad chatat. Uh, either way, it means one goat, a seir, you know. Lechatat as a sin offering, you know, to to atone. But but when it comes to Rosh Chodesh, it's interesting. The pasuk flips it. 
and it says there, you know, that you know, it says one a seir echad chatat lashem. It's a it's a it's a uh, a goat offered to Hakosh Baruch Hu, or offered for Hakosh Baruch Hu. So yeah, the the pasuk says that the sin offering um, to Hashem, Lashem. Uh, so the, the the language is different. So yeah, basically lechatat Lashem, that could mean either a, a sin offering to Hashem or a sin offering for Hashem. When it comes to Rosh Chodesh, this unique presentation of the Seir Chatat is different from all of the other, you know, Korbanot. And uh, the question now is, what does this mean? So the Gemara, the Gemara interprets this idea. And the Gemara, in Masechet Shavuot, the Gemara actually brings this um, difference uh, in, in language between all the other Korbanot Sibur, the Musafin, and uh, the Seir Chatat. And what happens on, on Rosh Chodesh? So the Gemara makes a comment uh, quoting Rabbi Yehuda, uh, which says like this that the nature of, of how we are supposed to interpret uh, this story is because Taka, there is a, in the is a, a kind of a, you know, if, we, if, if the Midrash wouldn't say it, it would be hard to say it, but Akosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, says to Am Yisrael, Every Rosh Chodesh, I want you as a tzibur to bring an atonement for me, as it were, for making the moon smaller. So, you know, the, the famous story, Rashi quotes it, that um, the moon comes to Akosh Baruch Hu after being created and says, um, there, can't be two, there can't be two crowns, you know. We've got to, we can't be the same. So Hashem said, okay, you know. Go make yourself smaller. So the, the moon comes back to Akash Baruch Hu and says, in the words of the Midrash, I mean, why are you punishing me? My argument is a good argument, right? Um, so Hashem says back to the moon, okay, so, you know, you will be able to shine both by day and by night. So the moon says to Akash Baruch Hu, what what uh, what uses um, what uses a torch in in the middle of the day? Meaning the the sun's light is so bright in the middle of the day. Yes, it's true. A moon can be seen in the middle of the day, but um, but what but what kind of a? I mean, it's, 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 I'm useless during the day. So Hashem said to try and um, calm the moon down, and and Hashem says to the moon, "Don't worry. I'm Israel will calculate the days and the years." you know, by you. Um, so the moon says back, what do you mean? It's impossible. Uh, yes, they'll calculate it, but in order for them to have a, a, a stable calendar, it needs solar corrections. So everything's got to be the seasons and everything, and they're all by the, by the sun. So the, the Gomorrah in Chulin continues and says that Hashem said to the moon, There'll be certain righteous people who named after you. You know, Yaakov um, that is called Katan. Shmuel's called Katan. David Amalek's called Katan. And the moon is uh, is one of the is the so-called small smaller light. Anyway, so eventually um 
the moon comes back to Kosh Baruch Hu with all these all these arguments and seeing that Hashem Hashem sees that the moon is not uh, stopped and not consoled so Hashem says to the moon um Am Yisrael will bring an atonement uh, korban khatat for me an atonement offering for me Hashem for making the moon smaller um and this is why the phrase is different Rosh Lakish comes along and says, you know, why is the goat that's offered on Rosh Chodesh different to the, the phrase uh, in that the phrase says, La Hashem, L'chatat La Hashem, um, because Akosh Baruch Hu said, bring a, an offering, La Hashem, for me, um, because I did something that, so to speak, if we can say it, was, was in need of, of Kapora. So this is how the, the Gemara's Agarita goes. Right? The Gemara says that Akosh um, Baruch asks that, that Amishah bring a korban, you know, on his behalf because of what happened, you know, to the to the moon. So it's interesting that on on Shabbos there's no korban chatat um, because Shabbos is completely dependent on on the sun. Right, the moon has no effect on. Uh, on, on the nature of Shabbos. Now, um, this this idea that there's this kind of korban that's being brought, that Kosh Baruch so to speak, um, asked us to bring a, a korban. You know what what um, what do we make out of that? What what what's the you know what's the story? So, in order to appreciate this. We uh, we contemplate the idea that um, what 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 is meant by Hashem um, making so to speak or creating this um, this different light, the light of the moon. Um, this was a chiddush of how creation evolved in the beginning of time. Um, there was light and there was dark. At that point in time. You know that the nature of light was, uh, let's call it complete, um, in a sense that it was a fully fledged um, set of energy, and the moon and the and the sun were were equal. Um, but all of a sudden, when the moon diminishes, what that means is is that the moon sort of represents the concept of our physical universe, where people where people's light diminishes as a result of, of sin. So in order, in order to create the light of the moon, it's as if Akosh Baruch Hu's presence have to, has to withdraw and darkness has to emerge. And as a result of the darkness, you see, you see, you see the moon. So Akosh Baruch Hu has to constrict his light in order for there to be the ability for this 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 world to be there, um, and therefore the moon represents kind of a it's a, it's a it's a kind of a metaphor describing the fact that Akash Baruch created the potential for evil to exist. As a result, Hashem withdrawing the light of the moon is able to be seen, uh, and and this world where the light of Hashem withdraws. Means that it's sin is possible, evil is possible, pain and suffering and punishment are also possible. And so, 
This is exactly the cycle of the moon and what it represents. That Akosh Baruch Hu himself, Hashem's presence in the world is felt um, in almost almost cyclically and it's felt in waves of a lot of light and, a, and, and, and it waxes and wanes just as uh, just as the as as the moon does so um the, the the moon becomes the metaphor as far as this idea is concerned um that represents hashem's creation of the physical universe where in order for free choice to exist uh, the challenge of free choice is impacted by the fact that um that that there's this there's this camouflage of Hashem's presence. Hashem reduces his his light, um, and this is what is really happening here in the dialogue of the midrash, where Hashem tries to console the moon, you know, for its new role and 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 the loss of light. Hashem says to the moon, you know, don't worry, Amishra will calculate the days and the years by you. The moon is associated with Amishra. And just as the fortunes of Am Yisrael wax and wane, uh, but eventually a time will come when Am Yisrael's light will shine bright. Um, so the same thing will be true, you know, with you. And in order to prove this, uh, Hashem in the dialogue with the moon talks about these personalities who are called small. Yaakov Avinu, Shmuel, David HaMelech. Um, even though they shine bright, they're considered people that are, that are, that are, that represent the community of Klal Yisrael. And so Am Yisrael is like synonymous with the moon, and therefore the moon is used by Klal Yisrael to, to, to anoint the seasons and, and the months. Um, but more than anybody else, uh, David HaMelech is associated you know, with, with the moon. Um, and that's why there's actually a kind of a, a verse inside the Kiddush Levana, which talks about David Melech Israel Chai Um There was a kind of a it was kind of a code in a way that uh, that 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 um, bottom line is that David Melech would eventually and the line of David Melech would be renewed and that uh, you know Moshiach and would come would come from David Melech. And so going back to the original principle, the creation of the world includes. Uh, a contraction on Akash Baruch's part, um, and the divine light that filled filled creation, you know, becomes hidden so that human beings have the challenge of operating in this world. And um, Am Yisrael's mission now is to try and repair the damage um, that was done as a result of this free choice and bring back uh, the path toward redemption in Mashiach, which is the path of David Amelech. Um, and so this is exactly what the nature of this korban is. Uh, this idea that Akash Baruch Hu says to Am Yisrael, you know, bring a korban on my behalf, um, what it means is, is that Hashem is saying that for reason, uh, well, I guess some reasons we have a certain, uh, an, a certain idea. But in principle, I was the one, Hashem says Hashem, that created the world in such a way, created humanity in such a way that my presence is camouflaged at times and allows the impression that evil will win. And for that, and the, the potential for evil, um, even though 
in the end of the, at the at the end of time you will see that it was for the good of humanity and for the good of Klal Israel but the process to get there is is quite painful and so for says Hashem for creating the system to operate in such a way that's why I need a korban on my behalf it's as if even though what I'm doing is right but but you don't see it that way and and you as human beings you know experience this contraction uh, and lack of light um in in very severe ways and so for that Hashem says I'm um I'm asking you to bring a, a korban khatat you know on uh, on on my behalf so this is the, the korban khatat is there to atone for Kushbarhu creating a system by which Hashem has to camouflage his presence in order for, uh, for for free choice, you know, to uh, to exist, and this is the pshat behind this concept of uh, a korban chatat, you know, on uh, on on Rosh Chodesh. So, on a number of different levels, uh, the concept of the calendar uh, using the moon as its base um, is represent representative, as we said in the beginning of Av Israel seeing themselves without any ego, ideally reflecting Akash Baruch completely, just as the moon reflects the light of the sun. And on a, on a different level, the nature of the fact that the moon shines is a, uh, you know, is only possible because of the withdrawal of Akash Baruch uh, presence, um, at least as, a, as it appears to us and the existence of, uh, of this battle. And for this, Akash Baruch realizes that the you know the potential for evil and the struggle can cause a lot of pain and 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 as a result of that Hashem wants Klal Israel who suffer um, the most as a result of this to bring a korban lechatat uh, la Hashem not only to Hashem but on behalf of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's uh, that's the chiddush. Okay, um, I'll leave you with that short idea and uh, wish you a good Shabbos. Rabbi, when are you leaving next week? Um, leaving on the 28th. I've got one more week. I